Amen. Bow your heads with me tonight. Just open up your hearts. Father, there's something special tonight about you being here in this place with us together as a body. Father, we're so thankful tonight. Lord, your word says those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Lord, you placed on my heart tonight that you're a rewarder. You're a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Lord, the people here tonight, they come because they're hungry. They're digging. They're determined. They're diligent. They want to continue to develop this gift that you placed in them. They want to continue to pursue the high call in Christ Jesus. Father, tonight, I thank you for your anointing in their life. I thank you for your touching them. Lord, I thank you that you're opening doors, that your word is a lamp into their feet and a light into their pathway. Father, tonight we open up our hearts to receive everything you have for us. Father, by your Spirit, distribute accordingly to each one as they need. And we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, everybody shouted, amen. 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 It is Tuesday night, but I can't help myself. I was just thinking about being inspired tonight, motivating you to continue to to dig and to to develop. I want to talk to you tonight about developing your most valuable resource. If you're taking notes, I'm going to be, have to get a different program for my computer so that I can print them out properly for the outlines. But I'm going to talk to you about your most valuable resource. And I thought it was awesome. I was pastor was just referring to the pearl of great price. Because as I was meditating on the time that we're going to spend together tonight, I was thinking, what is it? This, this, this your unique group of people that come out on a Tuesday night because you're hungry. There's something in you that just has that desire, that passion for more of God. You want everything that he has for you, and you're not going to take anything less. Amen? Amen? I mean, there's a lot of other things you could be doing tonight, but you're here. And he's a rewarder, and he's going to meet you right where you're at. I believe questions that you have, things that you've been praying about, I believe that he's going to illuminate. Everybody say illuminate. Illuminate. Certain things seem confusing. Certain times things seem dark, and we need illumination from his word. Your most valuable resource is his word. It's the word of God in your life. And it's him in his word. Jesus was the word made flesh. And the Bible refers to Jesus as what? Christ in you the hope of glory. So as we're developing tonight, we're thinking about developing your most valuable resource. It's your time in the word that you've dug in, that you were praying, you're meditating on his word, you're meditating on his plans, you're meditating on God, what is your plan and purpose for this season in my life? Where where are we going next? It's an exciting journey when you're walking with God. Amen. There's some times that are like, wait, this is this really God? I don't think this could be God because it just doesn't look right. But we walk by what? Faith. Some pastor's making me feel a little guilty because, you know, if you're up here, you're doing all the talking. So I like a little feedback. We walk by what? Faith. And not by sight. So just because certain situations and times and seasons of our life don't look like what God could have possibly been dreaming of. This can't be God because, well, wait a minute. I never read anyone here that was just, you give your life to Jesus and it's going to be easy. And we go to Juvenile Hall, and, we, and some of the, the band is here tonight that came to Juvenile Hall. They did a, a, a performance and a little concert for the Juvenile Hall. And some of the kids just broke down crying, worshiping God. I mean, it was powerful. And, and what, I was, what I was thinking is, is a lot of people go in there, and I'm not saying maybe now it's getting better because I've been, I've been preaching in there for probably almost 20 years now. And just telling them that you give your life to Jesus doesn't mean it's going to get easy. And people being like, what? Are you serious? 
giving my life to Jesus, should you just be like, roll out the red carpet, please? Walk right out. No, it doesn't work that way. In this life, you're going to have difficulty. You're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. But what? Be of good cheer. Okay, most of you know the word. We're getting there. By the time we're done tonight, we'll all be in this. I'm just kidding. Having fun. Amen. Developing your most valuable resource. I want you to think about tonight, understanding where you're at with God. Everyone in this room is at a different place in their walk with God. But no matter where we are, we're continuing to develop our gift and talents for God, for his glory, so we can reach lost people because we know that's his will. So we're going to develop ourselves through his word, by his spirit, so that we can distribute to this lost and dying world that we're living in. We want to be able to develop ourselves so that we can distribute his goodness, his glory, his healing power, his saving power, his, his yoke-breaking anointing. He wants to set the captives free. He wants to heal the brokenhearted. And he's going to do it through us. He's going to do it through you. He's going to do it through me as we continue to walk with him. It's, it just, it's going to continue to happen. Because you're, when you're filled with him, you're filled with his will. You're filled with his plans. You're filled with his ways. And you want to do the things that he wants to do. Amen? And we have, our own, we have our own will that gets in the way. And mine gets in the way all the time. And I'm like, but I'm in a hurry, God. What do you mean? I gotta, you want me to do what right now? Stop what I'm doing? I'll be late. And sometimes, I have to admit, there's certain times that I don't stop what I'm doing at the moment. And I'm like, God, forgive me. Other times, he gives me another chance. I mean, it's amazing. I just, I'll, I'll tell you a story a little bit later. But I want you to think about a valuable resource. Pastor referred to the pearl, and I think it's in the book of Matthew. And think about, think about the ring that's on most of your fingers if you're married. If you're not married and you have jewelry, think about that. When you, when you look at this, do you think that you could just walk up on the ground and find this if somebody didn't lose it? I'm talking about dig it out of the ground and find it in this refined form. No, it was developed. This was in the earth. It was platinum. They had to go in, they had to dig it out. They had to pull it out in the raw form and then they had to refine it so that it could be something that I could use. In the rock form, I'm not gonna be able to put it on my finger. It's not gonna mean anything. And the more that it's developed, the now the more value it has the greater impact it can have. It, it, it's got, it's, it's something, it's different. God gives everything in the, in the raw. Our gifts and talents and abilities he's given us. He gives them to us and then we have to develop them. But everything that he's given us, he's given us all things, his word says. All things, everybody say all things. All I'll quote the scripture for you. He has given us all things, 2 Peter 1, 3, if you wanna, if you wanna look or you just wanna take a note as his divine power has given us all things. Everybody say all things. So we're not missing anything. We're not lacking anything. We're not waiting. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who's called us by glory and virtue. So he's given us everything that we need, but it's in the raw form. So many times I wake up in the morning, I'm like, God, why don't I look like that? I got dirt all over me, all kinds of stuff. I'm just in the raw. I'm just like, God, you got to help me out here. I'm just, I just want to get mad. I just want to slap somebody. 
I know none of you ever feel like that. You're Christians and everything on the job today. I'm like, if I wasn't preaching tonight, I might be in jail right now. I want to knock somebody off the scaffolding today. I was just like, okay, okay, just refining, refining, refine me, Lord. It's a natural resource. It's in the raw. Think about it. Think about it. The steel, that's the roof of this building was iron ore in the earth. Somebody had to get it. They had to refine it. They had to process it and make it ready for use. The wood that I'm standing on this, this stage was a, was a tree that somebody cut down, milled, processed, and made it available for us to build the stage, pastors specifically, to build the stage with. The concrete that's, that we're sitting on underneath this floor was cement that was in the earth that somebody had to extract out, refine, and process so they could make concrete out of it. All the gifts and talents, and this is something I've been meditating on, God's gifts and talents in us are in the raw. And he wants us to develop them through his word, by his spirit, so that we can distribute out to those. Because that's going to reach the lost. When you are who you were created to be, you're not trying to be somebody else. You're not trying to act like somebody else. We're not trying to, trying to, to, to sell somebody on it. It's the goodness of God. It's the grace of God. We're preaching Christ. Not some philosophy. I love that scripture I was reading earlier as I, as I was meditating and praying. It's like, it's not a philosophy. There was a young, young man who actually got a full ride scholarship to UCLA. And some of you might have remember, remember me sharing this story. But he was a young guy. He was a genius. And he had studied all the different religions of the world. And I hadn't even opened any of the books. But he'd already studied them all. And he said, they're all the same. Pretty much. Minus a few different things. They say be good, treat each other kindly, you know, all the different, you know, just going through all the different things, have peace and humanity and kindness and all this everything. And, and I said, I, and I forget exactly how it went down, but I remember he was in, in the car with me. He was stuck with me because we were going to his job site. And so I said, but he, he said there was something different because he'd gone to the youth group here. And I said, well, did you ever make a, a decision for Christ? Did you ever ask God to come into your life. And I said, and he goes, no. He goes, I just, you know, I just, I wanted to see, you know, I'm checking these different things out. And I said, I said, well, let me tell you what. I said, and it was just like, I knew that the spirit of God at that very moment was just on him. I said, the difference is, is right now, you're feeling the presence and the power of God that you never felt before in your life. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, let's pray. And it was just like that, just like that. I just was able to, to pray with him, lead him to the Lord, and I haven't got to see him again. I think he went to UCLA, and he's doing his thing, but he came here. You guys supporting the youth and different things that we do. There's all kinds of different things that are happening because we're just doing, being who we're supposed to be as a corporate body, developing our gifts, our most valuable resource in his word, through his son, through what he has for us, we're able to reach others. And we really want to reach lost people. We know it's his will. One question I hear a lot is, I wish I knew what God's will was. And many of us are probably guilty of it sometimes. Oh, just, I wish I knew your, your will. He says he wants us to know his will. So I'm the one that's in the way. When I'm saying, God, what's your will in this situation? Most of the time, it's in his word. His will is his word. And if you know his will, you know his ways. You know his plans. You know his patterns. You know his principles. You know how things work because you know his word. So if I'm, if I'm constantly asking God, what's your will? Well, I better get back in here and look at this. 
Hebrews 13, 6. Sometimes it gets scary because when you know the word of God and you know his will, you have a confidence. But then there's that thing in your face that's like, it's scary. It says, so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. Hebrews 13, 6. I just happened to want to read this to you. The Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man will do to me. He's with you. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. Ephesians 1, verse 17, that the, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the what? Knowledge of him. Hey, he's even put it up on the, on the screen. So we, you guys, we, we can all pretend like we know it all. This is awesome. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you what? May know. Everybody say it may know. So God wants us to know so we can what? So that we can develop, so that we can continue to distribute. The hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory in his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? You're in the raw as you're continuing to develop. As you get old, I just love it because Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, said, I still have not, what? I've still apprehended. I still, I'm still working this thing. So it doesn't matter how long, how much, God is continuing to develop as we press into him, as we get hungry for him to do more. It doesn't ever have to get stale. It doesn't have to get old. We can just be excited because we know every day is a new day in him. His mercy is new every morning. His grace is sufficient. I have asked him for forgiveness a lot more lately than normal because I'm just getting mad over silly things. I'm like, God, forgive me. <laughs> oh yeah, God, forgive me. I wanted to do something. <laughs> what? No. It happens. But his grace. I wish I could stand up here and say, I'm just perfect. Just, just trust me. But I know I'm not. But I'm a work in progress and I'm not gonna stop. I might be a slower, slower learner than some people. Some people pick things up quick. There's certain things in my life where I've had to go around the track a couple times. You know, the children of, the children of Israel walked in the wilderness for 40 years, the Bible said, doing circles. They didn't get it. And sometimes I feel like I'm doing circles sometimes, certain areas, certain times. Don't feel bad. Just get back in faith and move forward. Step into the promised land. Step into the gifting. Step into the talent. Have faith and believe that God is going to work with you and help you through everything that you're facing. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith. Talking about developing your most valuable resource. Understanding that as you declare his word in your life, you're prophesying, you're declaring, you're praying his word, you're living his word, you're standing on his word. His word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway. So his word works. And so when I feel like certain things aren't happening a certain way, I just... Bam, I make that, I just make that declaration. I don't care what it looks like. I'm walking by faith, not by sight. I'm not going backward. I'm moving forward. It might look like I'm moving backward, but I know in him, I'm going to keep declaring his word. I'm going to keep standing on it. I'm going to keep prophesying, proclaiming it. We having the same spirit of faith according to his written, what? I believe. 
I believe. We just have to settle it every single day. Because every day, guess what? There's going to be other things, other voices saying that just can't be true. I can't wait. I mean, that word of God stuff, that thing's 2,000 years old. Are you seriously think that still works? <clears throat> There's voices everywhere you turn, everything you turn on that are contrary to this. The Word of God says, cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. God's will for you. God's plan for your life, for your family, for your grandkids. Some of you in here tonight, you're praying for your kids. You're praying for your grandkids. You're praying for your spouses. You're praying for friends. You're praying for all these different things. Pray his word. Pray his word. Stand on his word. Don't stop. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter what the enemy's trying to tell you. Keep pressing towards the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. You're going to stand up on top at the end of the day. You're going to be on the top of the mountain. You're going to be on top of the mountain. You're going to be on top where you can shout. And there's going to be times where you feel like you're down and down here. Just keep going. Guess what? It comes back up. It comes back up. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. We're moving. Without faith is what? Hebrews eleven six. It is impossible to please him. But he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. We're talking about developing your most valuable resource. Develop the gift in you according to his word. Take everything you can out of this. I love teaching children's church. If you're not involved and, and you know some people that, 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 that you can get involved and, and you want to do it too, it's so awesome. You're memorizing the word of God. We memorize scriptures every week. So for years and years, I would teach children's church and preach in there, and I would just memorize the Word of God. And still, to this day, I still try to memorize more scriptures because there's times where I don't have the Bible with me. And I want to be able to share the Word of God because the Word of God is powerful. It's powerful over your life. It's powerful in the lives of those people who you're speaking it to. And as you develop... You're more refined. And I'm not saying you have to wait. I'm just saying as you go, as you, as you walk, as you go in your life, God is developing you. But I believe that sometimes I could be a hindrance to what God's trying to do in my life. And, and what I'm saying is, is God is, wants to continue to develop us because he loves us. He's a loving father. And he, he had every good and perfect gift. What comes from the father? So he's given us a gift. And in this time of year, it's just looking at the joy and the tree, and I'm just like, woohoo! I just love being a blessing. I love giving. I, I just think it's exciting. You just see the lights, it's like, who couldn't be happy? Yeah. If you're not smiling tonight, smile. <laughs> smile. It's healthy. It's healthy. It's good for you. There you go. Almost everybody. Come on, we can do it. No one's taking video of you, uh, of you tonight. They're videoing me. And I didn't even get a chance to do like social media, tweet and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And, and oh, I don't have any of those. But anyway, if I did, I still didn't have time to do it. I should, huh? Amen. I love this. I love this. Refined for his purpose. He called us according to his own purpose and grace. You're refined for his purposes. You're refined for his pleasure. It's powerful. And you're in here tonight 
because you want more. You want more of God. And when I think about when I have a chance to, to minister and, and spend some time with a group of people that are hungry for God, I think about how you want to do more. Not necessarily more in the sense of more work, but you want to accomplish more. So you're doing things differently. We're thinking about things in a different way. Even in our church, in this recalibration time, we're thinking about how can we be more effective? That's what we do in our own personal lives. How can we be more effective? How can we be a greater influence? How can we become more refined? Taking the raw, and, and here's where it really gets exciting. As you develop your gifts, the opportunities are gonna continue to rise around you to develop others. And that's really where it comes to is what God wants to do in you is so he can touch somebody else. Yeah, he's excited about you. He loves you. There's nothing that's gonna separate you from the love of God, but he wants to work through you and your gifts and talents and abilities to touch someone else for his glory. That's when it gets exciting. It's exciting when you get saved. It's exciting when you're serving God. It's exciting when you're living for God. But what's more exciting is seeing that somebody else get saved because you prayed for him, because you witnessed to him, because you cared enough to reach out a hand, to pray for him, whatever it is, to give him a gift, to be a blessing, to be the light. I love this scripture, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4. I'm gonna read this. Therefore, since we have this ministry as we have received mercy... We do not lose heart, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in the craftiness or handling of the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth. There's a manifestation of the truth coming into the earth that I believe has been hidden. But God is raising up a generation of people who are going to proclaim his truth. It's going to set people free. Why? Because the truth Will what? The truth sets people free. And there's so many lies going on that people don't know what the truth is. But the one thing we can count on in his word is true. His word is truth. And when you and I get a hold of this thing and understand that God wants to manifest, there's a manifestation. Listen to this. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Even if our gospel is veiled, is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. We do not preach what? Ourselves. We're not preaching about ourselves. We're preaching about him. But Christ, Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your bondservants, for Jesus' sake, for it is the God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We have this treasure. Everybody say treasure. We're talking about developing resource, your, your most valuable resource. You're, you have many resources, but your most valuable resource will develop all the other ones. It'll develop. It, it, it will, it'll just continue to build. You have main gifts and talents. And I'm excited about the different uh, classes that are coming up. Because it's going to help you, uh, you take these classes and see some of your different gifts and talents and abilities. Uh, some of them are natural. Some of them are spiritual. And, but you know what? It's amazing how God will use your natural gifts, your spiritual gifts, um, 
for his glory to reach people, to reach the lost, to reach them through his love, through his word, through his power. This treasure, everybody say treasure one more time. I just love that word. I mean, it just reminds me of some good stuff. Treasure, I mean, you can't get a frown on your face when you're talking about treasure. I mean, anybody, some of you sad about treasure? Treasure. I'm loving the treasure. Hidden treasure. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We're not relying on our own strengths. We're not relying on how good we can talk or how good we can pray and how perfect we are. We're not on this scale in high school or college. Well, if you didn't do that great on the test, then you're only getting a C. You're a C Christian. And C Christians can't win souls. Sorry. You're out of luck. And once you get to be a B Christian, then you can win one soul now and then. But when you're an A-plus Christian, now, let me tell you, yeah, you're an evangelist now. Guess what? It doesn't work like that in the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. We're not on a performance scale with God. But guess what? We put ourselves on a performance scale with God. We're the ones guilty of that. Well, God, I know you'd just use me more if I was a B Christian. Maybe, maybe my next semester I can be an A Christian. I'll get myself up there, get my grade point average up with God. Do some, do some religious ceremonial duties for God. Do some special moves, you know, dances. and Sprinkle some stuff on yourself. Get myself up to another level. That doesn't make us a witness. It's the power of God working through your life. It's him in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's his will. We have to settle it in our heart and mind that we're not going to believe any lie contrary to his word. Because they're going to come every day, every day, every day, every day. But we're not going to be conformed. Romans 12, 2 is one of my favorite scriptures. Don't be conformed to this world, but what? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you can prove how do we prove his will? We prove that which is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. How do we do that? By renewing our mind. How do we renew our mind? Through his word, through our most valuable resource, his son, Jesus Christ, who's the word made flesh, who's living in us by his spirit. We're developing this thing. We're, we're, we're allowing him to operate and move through our lives for his glory. And we're going to see people saved. We're going to see people born again. We're going to see people healed, delivered. I love it. Our church, I believe the church, our church really is in this area and region because pastored on pastors who believed in the power of the Holy Spirit. This recalibration process doesn't mean we're not going to have the power of God. In fact, we're trying to make so that we have more opportunity for more power displayed, more manifestation of his truth, more, more people healed, saved, and delivered than we've ever seen before. Amen. This church is a light in this community. Every church has a different purpose. Right. I'm not saying just ever the churches are better than other churches. We're not comparing a performance or anything else, and that church is bigger, this church is smaller. This is, it's not about that. It's, it's about reaching lost people. It's about us developing God's plan and purpose in our lives to fulfill corporate 
vision and goal. His will is that none should perish, but all come to the light, to the love of God, to him. I just want to encourage you, motivate you tonight to know that he's, he's not done doing more and more and more. Exceedingly what? Exceedingly abundantly. Man, this church knows the word. They didn't have that up there or anything. To him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. His power working in us. We're not on our own here. We're not trying to do this in our own strength. When I'm weak, he is strong. Thank God. His strength's made perfect in weakness. He's going to continue to build and develop. And I believe more than ever, you're going to see, I just feel like this is a season where there's going to be open doors for people to receive. It's just, at this time of year, I just think it, it's just the season in the earth. God, is, I, I feel it's something in me that there's, it's the time for another revival, like Azusa Street, like, like these different things that happened in Wales. And I'm tired of reading about it in the history books. I believe God wants to do it now. He did it then. He, the God is that we serve is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he can do it through them, he can do it through us. So I want to prepare myself as a vessel for him to be able to flow through, to use, to, to work through in our lives, developing this resource for his glory. We're not missing anything. We're called to his own purpose and grace. More impact. His resources in you. Listen to this. Did I read this? I had to read this one. I underlined it. That means it's important. That means that, like, that was when the Holy Ghost said, okay, don't forget to say it. Therefore, having been, Romans 5, 1 and 2, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. It's the grace of God on your lives. We're not performance-based. When you have the grace of God, you want to serve him. You want to live for him. You want to, you want to please him with your faith, with your lifestyle. Other people use grace as some other thing. It's not, that's not grace. They use it as a license to do what they want to do with their life. That's not grace. Grace, grace is his power. Grace is his power for us to walk in knowing that our righteousness is in Christ Jesus and not ourselves. Our own righteousness is what? As filthy rags. Our righteousness is in Christ. My righteousness doesn't come from my performance. It comes from him. But I don't use his grace and his righteousness as a reason for me to, to be a slacker. There's a lot of lazy people in America. I, I've been doing a lot, I've, I like reading history. I like reading these different things. And you see a generation of people who they don't really want to work. They don't want to put out the effort. They want to find the ring already refined on the ground, ready to go. And I'm guilty of it sometimes. We have microwaves. We have everything. But God 
is developing a resource and it takes time to get the iron ore out of the ground into the factory, into the mill to make the beams, to put up the building so that you can put the roof on. It takes time to get the concrete, to get the cement out of the ground, to get it to the, to the plant, to get it to the processing so that you can clean it and refine it and mix it with aggregate and everything so that you can make a concrete. In our lives, it's a process. And a lot of you have been through this process and you're continuing to go through because he's developing more and more. Because he wants to, to make a greater impact through your life. And those of you, sometimes, I, I just hear this by the Spirit of God. Some of you feel like it shouldn't be this hard. Sometimes, I feel the Spirit of God that the, sometimes the harder it is for you is because you have a greater impact waiting for you. So there's more resistance. The more resistance, the more opposition. That means there's something greater on the other side. So don't feel like because you're going through some difficult challenges or transitions or whatever it is, is because maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe it's because you're doing something right. Don't look at it in the natural. Look at it in the spiritual realm. God, if I'm living for you and I'm following your word, I know your word, I know your will, I know your plan, I know your purpose. I'm going to walk in it. Know this, he's going to bring you through it. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He who begun a work in you is able to what? Perform it or complete it. I needed to hear that myself. Maybe I just underlined that for myself. I'm going to read this one more time. Therefore, Romans 5, 1 and 2, meditate on this. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Access by faith. The part that I underline specifically is access. We have access by faith into this grace. You've got access. He says, come boldly into the throne of grace. What? To receive what? Help. He's our helper. He's given us his Holy Spirit, our helper, our comforter. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Jude 20. But you, beloved, build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, praying in your prayer closet, praying by the Spirit. As you pray in the Spirit, a lot of times you'll get the interpretation in English, in in your language. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't know. The Bible says he prays mysteries through us as we're praying in the Spirit of God. He says we don't even know what we're praying for. Your spirit prays, but your mind, it says, is unfruitful. Some people say, well, if my mind's unfruitful, it must not be worth it. Why would I do it? He says that the Spirit of God is praying his perfect will through you. You might not understand exactly what you're praying, and you're not preaching in another tongue without interpretation. You're praying to God, and your spirit is praying the perfect will of God of that situation. And a lot of times you begin to, to, to get the interpretation of what's going on in your mind. It's amazing. And I just feel like God is challenging me to take mine to another level. As we're developing this natural resource, as you're excited about seeing some different things happening in your family, in your future, I'm telling you right now, this is the season where 
I believe we can tap in, we can press in, we can, we can develop, dig, and just get this thing and, and watch other people. I just think the doors are going to be open for us to share the good news. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. That's okay. Move right along. There's going to be people who need your assistance, that God wants you to help. They, you're gifted. You know. As you're developed, you're, the one great way to develop yourself is to develop somebody else. When you're teaching somebody else, when you're helping somebody else, when you're developing them, then you're developing yourself at the same time. But some people, they need it. You know they need it. You want to help. They don't want to hear it. You can't help them. Now, maybe later, I, I get guilty in this area sometimes because I see other people's potential and their gifts and their talents and their abilities more than they see it for themselves. And I try to motivate them. I try to encourage them. Man, you, you're loaded, dude. You got this. You can do this. Just go. And I can motivate them. I see it. I see it in other areas in their life. I try to show them how they can do it and what they're doing. And they're just like, no, I'm, I'm cool where I'm at. You can't help them. You can't, you, they can only go as far as they want to go. They've placed a lid on their own potential. And you can try to lift it off all you want, but until they have the desire to pass that up, it's not going to happen. Now, I'm not a counselor, but is it true? And so I feel sometimes I frustrate myself because I want someone else. I want more for them than they want it for themselves. And so don't let that frustrate you. It's okay. There's people out there who want it. There's people out there who need it, and they want it, and they're hungry for it. And, and they're going to and they're going to feed on you. They're going to make a demand. Everybody say demand. They're going to make a demand on your gifts and talents and abilities by the spirit of God. Not in a mean way, but they know that you've got it. You've got something in you, a valuable resource by his spirit, by through his word. And they're going to pull it out of you. And you can feel it. Wayne, do you feel it when I'm yanking it out of you? You feel it? I pull it out of them. Pastor, you feel it when I'm pulling it out of you? I, want, I, I just want to, yeah, give me some of that. Give me some of that, Papa Ray. I'll be like, come on, give me some wisdom. I'm young. I still have lots of foolish decisions. I like being around other people. Tim and I are alter ego, okay? He is just phew, smooth. Bam. He's got it down. He's got it Line upon line, precept upon precept. That's, that's great. You know what I do? Suck it out of them. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. Oh, you want a calendar? What the heck's a calendar? You mean we need to schedule people? I'm like, whoa. We just tell them show up, pray for people. Let's have some fun. Well, that's great, but we would like to have a calendar. <laughs> Makes sense. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. You get around people, you want what they've got. There's something in them. I, I'm just using a couple examples. But there, you, you can see certain things in others, and you can see things in yourself that you want to distribute. You want to give it to them. It's a gift. God is a giver. And if God's in you, he wants to give it out of you into somebody else. He's going to touch people through your lives. Amen. Bow your heads with me tonight. Hallelujah. Does anybody want to come play guitar or something for a minute? Matt, just for a second. We're not going to take too long. It's almost my bedtime. 
Oh, <clears throat> Hallelujah. You guys laugh, but I do. I go home. Early to bed. Was it, was it Benjamin Franklin or one of those guys? Early to bed, early to rise? Yeah. Makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. I haven't got all that down yet, but you know, I'm, I'm a work in progress. Amen. Amen. Bow your heads for just a moment. Father, tonight, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that we're developing our most valuable resource. Lord, we're, we're just hearing the word of God because we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word. Lord, tonight, my prayer above all is that you would just distribute your word, your answers to them personally. Maybe nothing that I said, but by your spirit, Lord God, you, you brought something to their remembrance. You stirred up a dream. You stirred up a vision. You, you stirred up some things that they want to distribute. They want to develop. They want to pursue, to dig it out and develop and, and, and refine for your glory. Lord, tonight I praise you. I just want to thank you right now, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you need prayer for anything specific, just come on up real quick. We want to lay hands on you and pray for you. Um, I was going to pray. Go ahead and pray right where you're at for just a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and pray. You can just pray, pray, pray. Stir up the gift of God. Father, I thank you. You're stirring up the gifts of God. You're stirring up the purposes, the plans, the intentions. Lord, you're giving clarity. Right now, those clouds of confusion, um, that there's some of you, and you have some big decisions that are coming up right now. Father, I thank you for clarity. I thank you that you give wisdom to those who ask for it liberally. So right now, Lord God, we just thank you. Just go ahead and thank him right now for wisdom for that situation. I thank you, Lord God, that you're God of uh, intent. You have plans. You have purposes. Lord, you're illuminating paths right now. Lord, I thank you that you open doors right now. There's some of you who just feel like these doors just keep getting closed. Lord, I thank you for the right door at the right time. In Jesus' name, open. In